is our number two of the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon, and we are now heard nationwide each and every Sunday night on 20 different stations. You can check out all of them and listen online at our website, www.freespeechbroadcasting.com. That's freespeechbroadcasting.com. Leah, we've got a ton to get to in the next two hours. I doubt we'll get to all of it, but I'm going to do our we're going to do our very best. But I, I do want to just finish up our conversation at the end of the last hour regarding the situation involving the uh, the Speaker of the House and my view on John Boehner and, and how it is that, that you and I differ very strongly on this. I understand conservatives' frustrations about John Boehner and the fact that even though there's now a majority in the House, uh, that that he has not been able to stop everything and he's not been able to get anything really done as Speaker of the House. I get that frustration. I also am pretty decent at math, and I understand why that's the case. But here's the analogy that I'll use, all right? And, you know, <laughs> this will give people who are new to this program a sense of the, the brutal honesty of this program, all right? I am married with a kid. I love my wife. I love my kid. Being married and the pressures that come along with a kid is incredibly frustrating. It makes me want to blow my brains out on a regular basis. <laughs> Marriage is incredibly difficult. I yeah. hate it at times. It, I failed at it. <laughs> uh, it drives me crazy. All right, Much like a conservative might be, dr- be being driven crazy by the, the Boehner speakership with Obama in the White House and the media on his side. But guess what? I don't divorce my wife because my situation and our family situation, if we got a divorce, would be far worse than the most frustrating, suicide-inducing <laughs> moments that I endure while being married. So it's the same situation. Having Boehner as speaker, was it perfect? Obviously not. Was it frustrating? Sure as hell. But Especially what, when all he does is tear down his own party but, publicly. But, but hold publicly. on, Leah. But Leah, what's the better alternative based upon your circumstances? See, it you know, Republic. To use another strange analogy that you only hear on the John and Leah show, conservatives seem to think that they are Christie Brinkley. Only it's still 1984. Now, Christy Brinkley looks amazing in 2015 for 61 years old. But she's 61 years old, okay? If it was 1984, Christy Brinkley could do whatever the hell she wants, like when we had Reagan in the White House. But that world's gone. Our, we do not control things. We lost all of the media. We lost all of academia. We lost all of Hollywood. All we have is a tiny... Majority that's really only in name in the Senate and a small majority in the House that is jaundiced and stunted because 40 or 50 of those members are hard right wing Tea Party conservatives that don't agree with the rest of the caucus on anything. Yes. So but who is the who put the majorities in there, John? 
you know, you think that this is, we have to go this way. We have to go to the left, the left, the no, no, left. No, 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 no. These conservatives I, are hard no, right wing. No, no, no. Great. No, no, no. Leah, I, I am as hardcore conservative libertarian as anybody. I as fight to the death as anybody. However, you need to understand what hill to die on. And and where you can possibly win? Well, apparently a fight. there's no hill to die on, according to John Boehner. All right. Well, but what's your better situation when you Trey get divorced? Trey Gowdy. I want Trey well, Gowdy. Not gonna I happen. Want someone who will actually speak for not, us. By the way, by the way, Trey Gowdy would probably be terrible. He'd uh, not be because, awesome. No, no, no. Because I don't think you're understanding what a speaker does. It's the, the speaker is not. Your main conservative, it's think about it as a football team, all right? Your Drake Gowdy, it might be a great running back or maybe even a quarterback. He's not a coach. You need a coach as a speaker of the house. So, I mean, well, John Boehner's terrible at that too. Uh, okay, talk to me once you get a replacement, and I'll tell you right now. Well, Paul, I don't want any of these replacements. Uh, uh, you uh, see, if they're going to replace him with right. someone who's so similar that, to him, but, we might as well just keep him. Well, I told you that weeks ago. That no, was no, what no. was going to happen. No, 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 no. You said we're going to get somebody much worse. We will. We're getting the same. No, 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 it's no, 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 no. The no, no. same. Baloney. If Paul Ryan. This is the, the last. Same. Th- hold on. This is the last word on this. If Paul Ryan doesn't take the gig, which I don't know if he is or isn't, because he doesn't want it, and it, it's uncertain right now as to whether or not he can be gifted it. And if he can't be gifted it, if Paul Ryan doesn't take this, this is going to be a disaster of epic proportions for the for the Republican House. The 2016 elections and the no. presidential, absolutely. If he doesn't take it, Boehner's gonna stay on. Well, that wake be, up. That, He's not going anywhere. That wouldn't be a disaster, but I don't believe that's gonna happen either. Because he, he won't, he won't leave unless he can give the stamp of Boehner approval. That's why he shut but, down the election. But, he wants to Leah, st- he wants to coronate the next leader. Uh, Leah, he doesn't have that power because as soon as you say you're leaving and you're gone, guess what? No one fears you anymore. So the reality is that um, if Ryan doesn't take this, and I hope that he does because I think he'd be good at it. If Ryan doesn't take it, this has all the earmarks, to use a congressional term, this is all the earmarkings of a complete and total disaster that will absolutely be far worse than the situation that existed when John Boehner was Speaker of the House. And and so don't mistake reality, being a realist, with, with somehow being a rhino or being a wimpy conservative, which I'm clearly not. All right, when we come back... Um, I do want to we do every week we take a look at the presidential race and uh, I want to give people a heads up as to my general take and get Leah's view on this as well. My general take of where we are and where we're headed on uh, both the Republican and Democratic sides. We'll do that when we come back on the John and Leah show on the free speech broadcasting network. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. She is Leah Brandon. She's broadcasting from Alabama where they care about guns, Jesus, and college football. I'm broadcasting from just north of Los Angeles where people barely even care about themselves. 
And each and every week, we take a look at the race for the White House 2016. We usually start on the Republican side, Leah. And because we have new listeners on five new stations, uh, John and Leah stations uh, in your neck of the woods, I thought I would uh, take a general look, more general look at the uh, state of the GOP race as opposed to talk uh, specifically about what happened this week. Have you heard the, uh, since we, we, we often talk about college football on this show, have you heard the analogy that some in the, um, the commentary class have used uh, to the college football playoff or maybe the, the basketball final four uh, for the, the GOP nominating race, that there's this theory that there are different brackets uh, that that there we end up being four winners of four different brackets that will end up as the finalists, the final semifinalists, much like the college football playoff, on right. the GOP race. Have you heard that theory? Yeah, I have. Um, and you know, it, it kind of makes sense. Well, it does, but as usual, the, the the conventional wisdom is almost always wrong. I mean, because the media is made up of people who live in a bubble and at best are not nearly as smart as they think they are, and, and at, at worst... Idiots! <laughs> um, so the, the reality is the conventional wisdom is almost always wrong. This conventional wisdom is only partially wrong. I agree in the bracket theory, but the brackets are a little bit wrong, off. They're not... I, my view of the brackets are as follows. Okay. There, there are four brackets. There is the, uh, to put it in you know, the terms of conference champions, there's the, the angry conference. The, there is the minority conference. There is the establishment conference. And there is the philosophical conservative conference. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, yeah, that's good. That's so, good. so there are four different brackets. Now, the angry conference has been dominated by Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump is kicking ass in the angry <laughs> conference. He is undefeated, and he's got about a three-game lead at this point, uh, more than halfway through. I would say, the conference schedule. So there's a darn good chance that unless Trump decides to do something better with his life, he is going to be one of the four finalists as the winner of the angry bracket. Uh, now, the, the the second bracket, which is a little different than what most of the conventional wisdom uh, would tell Wait, you. Wait, is Fiorina in the angry bracket? No, Fiorina is in the minority bracket, and there's only, oh. there's only two. <laughs> Are we going to have a black guy or a woman? So that, that so that's the minority bracket. So it's fear. Rubio, Rubio is the minority. Interesting. That's an interesting thing that you you mentioned. I'll get to that in a minute. But the okay. the, the two major contenders for the minority bracket are Fiorina, a woman, and boy, she'll let you. Have you heard that she's a woman? By the way, have you heard? She might have reminded you like 15 times uh, in the last debate. Uh, hey, Carly, use what you got. Yeah, I hate it. Um, Carly Fear, and I, I do not like her, and she has no chance of winning. And it's amazing to me that she's gotten as far as she has. It's, it's mind blowing. But all right, Fiorina and Ben Carson. So are we going to go with a, a black guy or a white woman uh, to make it into the final four? One of I'm the, going with Ben Carson. Okay, one of those two, and I, I agree with you. I think Carson has a better chance than Fiorina to make it into the semifinals. So that you got Trump and you got the winner between uh, Fiorina and Carson. Then you have the establishment bracket, which would be Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio. 
And as we've mentioned numerous times in this program before, those two were always going to be headed for a collision. Uh, obviously, they're both from Florida. You know, Jeb is is the mentor to the protege, allegedly, Marco Rubio. They started to Jeb last week. We discussed how he's already so desperate. He's criticizing Rubio and contradicting mm-hmm. himself, saying now that uh, Rubio might not be qualified, even though he was qualified back in 2012. Uh, so one of those two... Jeb Bush or Marco Rubio will win a bracket and get into the final four. And then the fourth bracket, the philosophical conservative bracket, which uh, right now, those are still in, you'd have to say Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. um, Rand Paul, I would have said a few months ago, would have been the favorite in this bracket, uh, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen for him. Uh, and and basically, that's about it. Uh as far as who could potentially win. So right now, right now, if I had to guess, I would say it's going to be Cruz winning that bracket. Uh, I think you would probably agree with this since you, you, you tend to like Ted Cruz, although you, like me, you don't like his delivery, his used right. car salesman delivery. I um, need a day with him in front of a camera and I can fix him. I think it might take more than a day. But so so right now, and obviously events can alter this, but right now you got Cruz as a semifinalist, I think barely in a in a death match, Rubio outlasts Jeb, just because Jeb can't get it up, uh, and all At the money uh, and all the money in the world, you know, isn't going to save mm-hmm. him. I don't think so. You got Cruz, Rubio, Carson, and Trump. Now, wouldn't that be interesting as a final four? Because you technically wouldn't. You'd have. Trump is your only white male, and he's nuts. Yeah. So, so you, you'd, yeah. have, you'd have one white male in the final four, and he's insane. Uh, and, but, of course, you know, I have I've now jumped on the Trump bandwagon because I was late to realizing that he's magic. So um, I, I originally <laughs> had thought that, you know, logic was what we should be going by here and that Scott Walker would have changed the the Electoral College equation and uh, you know, had the best chance to match up well against Hillary Clinton. I suddenly realized a couple of weeks ago, wait a minute, that thinking is so 2014. That's so 1990. Right, right. Why are we bothering <laughs> with logic and facts and, and, you know, silly little things like that? Let's just let our emotions take care of this. Because and so I embraced, I embraced, now do I embrace the magic? Sarcastically embrace. No, 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 no. You, you think I'm being sarcastic? Mm-hmm. I, I know you think I'm being, and there's elements I'll acknowledge are sarcastic mm-hmm. here. Um, but uh, I am embracing the Trump magic, and I mean it sincerely. I am rooting for Donald Trump, and the reason I'm rooting for Donald Trump is if we're gonna blow this thing, which let's it looks like, it big. let's blow it all. Let's. Burn the mf or down. Let's burn it all down. Let's just screw it all. Just And I want everybody that jumped on this bogus bandwagon to be exposed for, for what they really are. So if we're going to blow a golden opportunity to beat a horrible candidate like Hillary Clinton, next November I at least want to say, screw you, Breitbart. <laughs> screw you, Rush. Screw you, Hannity. Screw you, Levin. Levine. Screw you all, you guys. Whatever his name is. Right, yeah, Mark Levin. <laughs> screw you, Sarah Palin, my former girlfriend. It's your fault. You are the ones that told us this would work. I told you it wouldn't, and I was right. Go screw yourselves. That's what I want. So that's my consolation prize for President Hillary. All right, uh, so that's what you're so, looking forward to that more than actually if he won. 
No, I still care more about the country. I really do. No, I really do. I, I, I I'll, It's my consolation prize, Leah. <laughs> All right, when we come back, more on the China Leah Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. This is the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. And we're taking our weekly look at the race of the White House 2016. And uh, I'm giving my overview of the uh, GOP race as we're holding out for a hero who doesn't seem to exist. Uh, the, uh, the four brackets, as I see them, just to review the angry bracket to get to the semifinals will be won by Donald Trump. This is, of course, barring any major event, which, of course almost always does happen so some something will occur that could change this but if if nothing major occurred between now and when there are only four left i think trump wins the angry bracket the affirmative action bracket would be won by ben carson over carly fiorina the establishment bracket by marco rubio who would technically have the best chance of beating hillary clinton but we're not worried about facts and logic anymore no we're in the era of trump so we're going to go with uh, with trump because he's magic and the philosophical conservative bracket would be won by ted cruz which would be an interesting uh, final four now i i mentioned um you know and by the way just for the record on trump I, you know if trump was a conservative and could win I would really, really be on board because I love him on the news media. I mean, he's fantastic on the news media. He's the only guy that has more disdain and maybe even a better understanding of how to manipulate the news media than me. I mean, he, he has their their playbook more more well memorized than I do. And that's really saying something because that's my And he fourth. kind of shocks them a little bit, too, because they don't know how to deal with this. No, they're, they're completely inexperienced in dealing with a Donald Trump. And, of course, the best part is they can't do anything about Trump because he gives them what they crave. Yes. Ratings. Ratings. Right. So so they're powerless. They're powerless in front of Donald Trump because because <laughs> he's got, like kryptonite. Right. Because he's got balls and they want his ratings. And it's, you know, so <laughs> normally when somebody on the Republican side comes, they have no balls and they provide no ratings. So there's no leverage against the news media. So that part of Trump, I love. It's just a little part about not being a conservative and not being electable. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> so um, now speaking of, of hating the media. I have been uh, befuddled uh, and a little bit perturbed, but it's too early to get too perturbed because he's such a nice guy, at how well Ben Carson has done in the yeah. polls. And and I thought he was awful in the last debate, or at least very lackluster. And his polling numbers haven't suffered at all. In fact, in some mm-hmm. polls, he's gotten better nationwide. Uh, but he has, he has been taking some media hits. And he definitely has the same view of the news media that I have and, <laughs> and Donald Trump has because he unleashed uh, – this is this is about a 9 on the uh, on a 10 scale for Ben Carson. Of course, this would only be about a 2 for Donald Trump. You gotta, yeah, you, he's very calm when he says all these things. Right, but here is Ben Carson this week on his view of the uh, news media. When news media pick one word or one phrase – and they run with it, and they try to characterize people like that. I gotta tell you guys, 
That's why people don't trust you anymore. I mean, you're down there with used car salesmen. <laughs> and Ted there Cruz, you go. Ted Cruz said, why are you talking about me, used car salesman? Hey! Uh, <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, whenever Ted Cruz talks, I feel I like it's a used car salesman mixed with a televangelist. If a, if a televangelist and a used car salesman <laughs> had a child, it would be Ted Cruz. And they understood the Constitution. It would be Ted Cruz. Um, He's so smart, though. Gosh, it's such a shame. No, he is, but he it is completely unelectable. Ted Cruz His is, delivery is terrible. Yeah, it is dead on arrival, Ted Cruz. Yeah, um, it is. Especially as a Republican. Now, now Carson, so I'll give him some points, and I like him. But let's face it, folks. Ben Carson is not going to win against anybody, especially not Hillary Clinton. He, he's, just, he's just not equipped. He says things that are easily taken out of context. The media has already made it clear he's getting no credit for being black. I don't, you probably didn't see this, but last night the black anchorman on Saturday Night Live's weekend update desk if, you know, destroyed him, actually said, this is the one time I'm going to please tell America, don't vote for the black guy. That's what it, That was a quote from the black anchorman. It's unreal. I mean, so, it's just unreal. So, so he'll get no credit for being a black guy. Uh, yeah. uh, and, and so... Without that, I mean, the only way a black Republican ever would win uh, in this situation is if somehow they could make huge inroads in in the minority community. And I just don't see the media allowing that uh, with Ben Carson. He's just not equipped. He's a nice guy, smart guy, although, you know, the National Enquirer this week, uh, it's certainly clear that when Donald Trump referred to Ben Carson as an OK doctor, he had some of the same information that the National Enquirer had this week. I don't know if you saw that or not. Well, um, I mean, come on. There's all, you cannot go through your life as a doctor and not have. I agree. Problems. I agree with that, but and those are going to be magnified uh, when you're exactly that guy. when you're a black Republican. All of a sudden, six uh, malpractice suits, you know, are going to get picked apart forever. Right. Especially when that's the, that's the only record you have. You know, you, you've never held elected office. So I, I couldn't agree more with Carson on the media, but the part of the media that will get exposed on this program that other talk show hosts, radio talk show hosts, will never touch because they're afraid of what it will do to their careers, is the conservative media. And when we come back, I want to talk about two things that happened with two of the most important people in the conservative media, although probably not to the average person. They're not that well-known as far as their importance. But two things that they said this week that really expose why it is that the conservative media is incredible it is as a fundamentally broken as any other element of the news media and, in fact, is not to be trusted when it comes to picking a presidential candidate. We'll do that when we return on the John and Leah Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is www.freespeechbroadcasting.com. We're heard nationwide on now 20 different stations across this uh, formerly great nation of ours, including uh, five new ones near where uh, Leah Brandon is broadcasting from in Birmingham, Alabama. You can find all that information 
and how to listen online if, if we're not available over the air, which, by the way, you can hear. It's possible to hear us in 13 of the top 28 markets in America over the air, but uh, also online at www.freespeechbroadcasting.com. Now, Leah, a lot of radio talk show hosts will bash the news media. That's not unusual, um, and it's right. certainly warranted. Uh, the news media, I believe, is the weather, and it's not just on politics. The news media in this country is totally and fundamentally broken on everything, uh, and it, it's getting worse every single day. It used to be, you know, once a month there was a story where, where I just couldn't believe how badly the news media blew it. Now it's at least every week and sometimes every day. Right. Uh, and it's and it's not a conspiracy. It's just the the entire apparatus is busted uh, from top to bottom. But here's what you won't hear on conservative talk radio. It's the conservative media that's equally as broken and almost as nefariously, maybe more nefariously, because I blame the conservative media for a lot of why we have Barack Obama elected the last two presidential elections and why it is that we can't get a functioning majority in the House and the Senate. Uh, Now, you won't hear that. On most talk radio, because most people who have talk radio shows, at least that are certainly heard nationally, are afraid to say something like that. Plus, they might not even realize it because they're part of the problem. Here's the reality. Conservative talk show hosts and conservative members in the media, like every member of the media, they need content. They need ratings. And the easiest way for that to happen is for there to be a boogeyman of some sort. Ideally, a boogeyman in the White House. Barack Obama has been a boon to the conservative. He's the greatest thing that ever happened to the conservative media economy. Better than even Bill Clinton was in the 1990s. Fox News Channel had zero incentive for him to lose re-election. Conservative talk radio, zero incentive for him to lose re-election. And a similar situation is going to occur, I believe, with regard to Hillary Clinton. Now, who are now does that mean everybody in the conservative media is not trustworthy? No, there are a couple exceptions. But the reality is that the entire apparatus is set up to give an incentive for conservatives to want, at least subconsciously, for our side to lose. And okay. what? You don't believe that? I mean... It's true. So what, that only works on the conservative side? Yes. I mean, look at all their two sites you're talking about. Two. Leah, Leah. Two. What are you talking about? What? What? You've got Fox News. And Drudge. And the Drudge Report. Well, first of all, all, Fox News and the Drudge Report is is about 90% of the narrative creating power of the conservative media. If it's not on Drudge and if it's not on Fox, it didn't happen. So you're saying that not only is the left-wing media completely against us, but the conservative media is completely against us, too. In a different way. In a different way, but and, but let me just since you mentioned it and you sounded skeptical, well, you know, so wait a minute, it's different for the liberal media. Yes, and here's why: there's an embarrassment of riches on the other side. There are far more people with far more jobs in far more outlets. So, for instance, nobody is going to lose their. No one ever loses their gig on the left for being too left. 
That never happens. You get rewarded no matter how big a failure you are. They're still talking about giving Keith Oberman another just show on MSNBC. The guy is a, he's an a-hole who fails everywhere he is, and he'll probably still get another gig because he's a liberal. So the, the rules are totally different on the left. They, they have plenty of gigs. No, if they get if they get dropped from one or they get fired or if it doesn't work out, there's always something else. And if they're a card-carrying liberal, liberals will make sure there's a safety net for them. That doesn't exist on the right. It's dog-eat-dog on the right. It is kill or be killed because there's no place else to go. Fox News Channel has a monopoly on all, the, on all conservative television. And if you're not linked on Drudge, your career as an Internet commentator or a website of a conservative ilk is over. You can't exist. So you must bow to Matt Drudge. And both the Fox News Channel and, and Matt Drudge's website are run by people who I now believe are at least a little bit insane. Rupert Murdoch and Matt Drudge this week. Rupert Murdoch tweeted out that he thinks that Ben Carson and Carly Fiorina are the most attractive candidates in the Republican race. And he did so, by the way, in an incredibly poorly phrased tweet because he, he referred to Ben Carson as possibly having a, a real black candidate, a real black president, a real black president, as opposed to the, you know, the fake one that we have now, the half black uh, president we currently have. And by the way, I understand what he was trying to say, but of that, course, but it was very poorly worded as for somebody of, of the stature of Rupert Murdoch, but more yeah. importantly than the first black president business, how could he possibly believe that Ben Carson and Carly Fiorina are the best chances for the Republican Party to take the White House? You, 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 you have to be or you have to have an agenda. That those are the only two options. If you believe that Ben Carson and Carla Fiorina are the best chance to beat Hillary Clinton, you are either an idiot imbecile or you got an agenda. I don't know no, what. No, I think he's going with the, uh, you know, the black guy and the girl. That's what I think he's looking at. Well, that's an agenda. That's an yeah. agenda. That so. I don't know which is which. I've never had a conversation with him. He seems a bit weird, uh, as a lot of these super wealthy, powerful guys are. And I've met a lot eccentric, of them. Eccentric, Zig. They're oh, called eccentric. Right. When you're a billionaire, you're eccentric. Yes. <laughs> when you're poor, you're nuts, weird, insane, whatever it is. You're right. Yes, Thank you for exactly. correcting. Thank you for correcting. Eccentric. Correct. You're right. I used the improper word there. So, so, so the eccentric Rupert Murdoch is in charge of not just Fox News Channel, by the way, but other uh, very important conservative outlets. And then there's Matt Drudge. Now, Matt Drudge and I have a little bit of a history in that I'm the only guy who has told the truth about what happened in 2008 where Matt Drudge took a dive on Barack Obama during the primary season. If you want to find out more about that, you can go to howobamagotelected.com. I did a whole movie about this, media malpractice. This was a very small part of the movie. Uh, but Andrew Breitbart, uh, whose name is now you know labeled on a website that I, he would be rolling over in his grave regarding because they are, I think they're a disgrace. Uh, but Andrew Breitbart and I, at this time, were in constant contact. And uh, I, I will go to my grave knowing and believing in every fiber of my being that Matt Drudge purposely, whether for uh, probably economic reasons, although Andrew thought it was more philosophical reasons, took a dive on, on Barack Obama in the primaries, specifically with regard to Reverend Jeremiah Wright, and that this allowed 
Obama to survive that scandal, beat Hillary, and become the next president. And nobody made more money from that personally than Matt Drudge. That's a fact. That is an well, absolute fact. I mean, fact. look, everybody was, there was no way anyone was going to beat Barack Obama That's no not matter true. what happened. That is not true. Yes, it is. No, Leah, you are full of crap They on this. never you, reported you, anything. You, you, nobody but, reported but, anything. But, Even when it was reported, it was never picked Le, up by Le, mainstream. Leah, here's, here's where you're right. After... After the Reverend Wright thing, he got past that. Then you're right, because that's when I bought HowObamaGotElected.com. Right. But but before that, Reverend Wright should have been a bullet between his eyes. All right. Without question, without question, Reverend Wright was the 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 silver bullet to take out Barack Obama. Secret Service, I'm referring to this figuratively. Let's be clear about this. This is figurative, not literal. All right, so the reality is that was the chance to defeat Barack Obama. And Matt Drudge took a key, a key, um, he was on the take there. I mean, he, he re- for whatever reason, he wanted, he took a dive, and he wanted Barack Obama to win the primary. Now, this is what's really scary. It's not just that Drudge has already shown that he's willing to be in the tank for for uh, the other side. And I think, frankly, when he flipped from Scott Walker to Donald Trump, uh, he did it for economic reasons here, but he also might have been doing it because he realized it would be good for him long-term uh, economically as well, because there's no question he did that. He was on the Scott Walker bandwagon for about two weeks. So was we- I. So about, for about two weeks, and then when Trump got in and got traction, it was all over, and Drudge played a huge role in that. He both benefited from it and he facilitated it. Well, Drudge is an insane person. I didn't realize till this week just how incredibly nuts Drudge is. He went on a 9-11 truthers show, Alex Jones, who is absolutely insane and doesn't deserve to have a voice at all because uh, he's wrong about everything. He's a conspiracy nut. And Matt Drudge did a very rare interview where he goes on Alex Jones' 9-11 truthers show and claims that a Supreme Court justice has told him that he's going to be put out of business because of copyright laws that are going to be uh, changed by the U.S. Supreme Court. Here's that what that sounded like this week. I had a Supreme Court justice tell me to my face it's over for me. Said, Matt, it's over for you. They've got the votes now to enforce copyright law. You're out of there. They're going to make it so headlines you can't even use headlines. To have a Supreme Court justice say that to my face, that it's over. They've got the votes, which means time is limited. So they're getting ready for these decisions to come. You thought Obamacare was shocking. You thought some of these other decisions were shocking. Wait until these copyright laws work their way up. And the Supreme Court decides you cannot have a website with news headlines linking across the board. Then that will end for me. Fine, I've had a hell of a run. It's 20 years next year, or 20 years about now. Hell of a run. I couldn't, I couldn't have gone any further, farther. But I've gone pretty damn far for what one individual can do in this culture. But I'm talking about the future. All right, that's Matt Drudge, the guy who runs the Drudge Report, which has unbelievable power. When it comes to creating a narrative on the conservative side, it's the only real place to this day on the Internet where you can create a conservative narrative and the mainstream might pick it up. It's the Drudge Report. And there, Leah, he is either lying and acting or he's gone nuts. And the fact that he's doing an Alex Jones show makes me think Matt Drudge has gone nuts. So we've got the two most powerful owners on the conservative media side, the eccentric, nutty Rupert Murdoch, who's touting Ben Carson and Carla Fiorina, and Matt Drudge, who's insane.
That's insane what he just okay, said there. What part of it is insane? There is no possible way the, U, the U.S. Supreme Court, and I'm as pessimistic as anybody on where we're heading, on free speech and what have you. You can't possibly create a rule where you're not allowed to link to other websites. The okay, entire excuse internet would me. shut down. Yes. The, Are, have you? Did you not hear about SOPA? Oh Remember SOPA that was shut down? Oh. SOPA is now inserted into the TPP, uh, which means that if I have a site, I must police it. I must make sure I must make sure there no that way. there's no copyright infringement, or I will be held liable. It's not copyright YouTube. infringement to link to another website, and, and no one, no one in a million years is going to claim copyright infringement because every single body, every single outlet will. Wants to be linked by Drudge. Gets their lifeblood. It's worth thousands and thousands of dollars. It's an absurdity. And what Supreme Court justice is Matt Drudge having casual conversations with? Who now, is that? I don't know about that. That's that might be as. But detector. what he's talking about is in TPP. Uh, right. Do not doubt me. Go, go Do not on Alex doubt Jones. Me. Go on Alex Jones show. All right, now we're number three of the John and Leah show coming up next.